You're listening to Humanize Me with Bart Campolo. Hey there, this episode is sponsored by, I mean actually sponsored by, Congregation Beth Adam of Loveland, Ohio. That's a secular Jewish congregation uh, just outside of Cincinnati that really did sponsor this podcast by really sponsoring me to fly out here to Cincinnati, Ohio, where I used to live before I moved to Los Angeles. And uh, I I spoke at Temple Beth Adam on Sunday, um, had a great experience with that congregation, which has been around for 38 years. It's an amazing thing um, for those people that sort of say to me, I don't know if a secular congregation can really thrive and make it and, you know, be what it needs to be for people. Well, you just need to come to Ohio and check this place out. It's amazing. I was, uh, I was at Oasis in Kansas City a week before that, and that's an amazing congregation too, but it's only two years old and it's just sort of emerging and it's, it's, it's flowering and growing, but, but, um, you know, people might very reasonably say, like, can you build a congregation around positive values without the supernaturalism and, and have it sustain? And, and so this week, here I am, and it's just been an incredible experience um, being with these folks. Uh, Rabbi Robert Barr, secular Jewish rabbi. Um, and, and I not only did that, but I also recorded a service with Rabbi Barr that will be on their website. Um, which is called OurJewishCongregation.org. And that's this huge online community of secular folks who are pursuing goodness in not only a secular way, but in a, in a Jewish way. Um, but it was amazing being at, the, you know, at this congregation. I thought it would all be sort of former Jew, not, not like, like formerly Orthodox or formerly supernaturalist Jews. But many of these people had been secular their whole lives. And some of them did not grow up Jewish. They just found this congregation and said, man, I want to be a part of this kind of life. And uh, there they are. So uh, it's an amazing experience. But I got to tell you, if, if this podcast sounds differently, uh, part of that reason is that I'm recording it in a car sitting in my old neighborhood, Walnut Hills, in uh, inner city Cincinnati, where I spent last night after I was done at Congregation Beth Adam. And I got to tell you, I am freaking out. Um, I I don't know if, like, first of all, my voice is shot because I've been talking to people for the last 72 hours ever since I got to Ohio. I've been visiting old friends and meeting with people and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But the other thing is I'm just freaking out because this neighborhood is my, I- even more than where I grew up, this is my home. I spent, Marty and I spent nine years here. We raised um, our kids from junior high through graduating high school here. We renovated an abandoned house or sort of an empty house into our house next door to our close friends, next door to our other close friends. And we lived in an intentional community there for nine years, reaching out to connect with people in this neighborhood. Started what, I mean, what's funny was I, when I got here, I was, uh, I was still a Christian minister. By the time I left, I was a humanist. Um, so I made my transition here in Cincinnati. And the, the, the little fellowship we had here, the Walnut Hills Fellowship, um, 
it started out as kind of a Christian ministry, and by the time it was over, for me, it, I, I consider it the first, you know, sort of non-supernatural community I was ever part of, the first kind of secular, uh, non-sectarian thing I was ever a part of, and it was a, this is an incredible community. I mean, it was all these kind of neighborhood folks, kind of hardcore people, and then these people I was living with all coming together and learning how to love each other. And even in the beginning, there wasn't a whole lot of God talk, and by the end, there was none at all. And so that was really my first experience of this thing that I I believe in so strongly and that I'm trying to motivate and, and, and inspire other people to do. But, like, I got to be honest with you guys. Um, you know, I, I kind of built my Christian career on being authentic and being real. Um, but I didn't have a podcast then. And when you have a microphone in your hand there's this huge temptation to not be real, to kind of go like, hey there, people in Radio Land. And, and this morning, like, you know, it's six o'clock in the morning here. I can't, I, I got up at four in the morning. I can't sleep here. My mind is just so full of, on the one hand, just pain. I mean, this is my place and I'm here and these are my people and I'm not here anymore and I'm not part of it anymore. And little children that I knew are older and houses that I used to walk by have been torn down because it's this very poor neighborhood and there's been some changes and people trying to renovate and move it in a different direction. But, but every place, every corner I walk on, there's a memory. There's people I know. There's things that happen there. I, I cleared bed bugs out of that one. I, 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 I moved this person to another house and I, I was just involved with the, the community council here. I, I was involved with people's lives. I, I knew everybody. And, you know, now I live in LA where, you know, <laughs> place where like that kind of community, that kind of network of friends that all know each other, that's the place where community goes to die. And, and it's been hard. I mean, at USC, it's been easy to build a community because that's a, a kind of a geographically closed environment where everybody's close by and you can, and the students are there and they're open and they're connected but in the rest of LA it's really hard and I mean, I'm just glad I didn't bring my wife with me here because she would be freaking out if she was here she would be a puddle of tears because it's just such a hard thing to come back to where you used to be and where you were really happy and where you were younger and where your kids were little and everything changes. And I know that if we'd have stayed here, everything would have changed anyway. Things, life never stays in one place. But it's, I gotta tell you, it's weird here. It's weird for me. Um, I, I guess the thing I wanted to talk about this morning, like I don't have a guest this morning. Um, this morning as if you're listening to it in the morning as if this is a live broadcast it's just how it feels to me because of the moment that I'm in um, but this podcast won't be like the other ones I'm not going to bring on somebody and talk to them and have a guest and I'm not going to come off like giving advice you know I'm not going to get like hey here's the way to really you know, here's the way we can live this kind of dynamic life uh, you know of secular goodness and it's all great and everything you know and I really believe that I'm excited about life and I'm excited about growing but right now I think what like it's it's called humanize me right that's what we call this podcast and 
I think I, I don't know that I've ever been as cognizant of the fact that part of being a human being is hurting when people die or when you look at pictures of yourself and realize that you can never go back to having your little kids or, or when you realize that you've made a decision and you've done something and there's a good side to that, but, but you've lost something and you can't recapture it. There's a scene in a, an old movie that I like a lot called The Big Kahuna, where Danny DeVito plays this old salesman talking to this young salesman at a convention. And they've had this kind of very strong interaction. The young salesman is a hyper-conservative Christian who's holier than thou and thinks he's got it all together. And, and Danny DeVito kind of breaks him down. And at one point he says, listen, I don't think you have any character because you don't have any regrets. And the kid says, what, are you, what, what do you mean? Are you saying that I don't have any character just because I haven't done anything I'm, I'm sorry for? And Danny DeVito smiles and says, no, 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 you've, you've done things that you'll be sorry for. You've done things that you'll regret. You just don't know what they are yet. And until you know that you've made a decision that you can't fix and that you can't regret and you just have to live with it, you're not going to understand how the world works and you're not, not going to understand what it's like to be human. And, you know, I'm sitting here and my kids were in California. I was living here. Marty and I were living here and we wanted to be near our kids. And so we went there, but our friends were here and this neighborhood that I had poured blood, sweat and tears into, it was here. And you say, well, well, how do you get everything? How do you have it all? And the answer is you don't, you're finite. I'm finite. I'll never have everything all in one place again. I mean, that was a moment. Sometimes I think I should move back here, but even if I moved back here, I couldn't get that moment back. You can't step into the same river twice and you can't move back and you can't come home because it, it, it's different. It's not quite home anymore. It's, it's something else. I, you know, I, mean, I shouldn't say that absolutely. Maybe somebody can. Maybe sometimes you can. But I know for Marty and me, you know, being here is just looking around and being so happy that we lived here. So grateful for the opportunity that we had to learn and grow here and to love these people and to dig ourselves into this place. It's so, I'm so glad about that. I mean, this was the place that I think I lived the best. I, this, this is a high point of my life. I'm so happy that happened and I'm, I'm so sad it's over. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to keep living and I'm going to try to create new things. And I love what's happening with my students at USC and, and the people I love there. And I love what's happening with this podcast and the community that we're building around the, the world of people that are trying to figure out what it looks like to live a joyful, a meaningful life without kind of any supernatural underpinnings. To, to, to have that be on a foundation of making the most of this life rather than trying to win your way to another one. I love all that stuff. That's my alarm clock telling me it's time to wake up, but I woke up yeah hours ago, so I'll turn that off. I love the new life too, but it's sad to get old, to change, to have people die. Some of the people that I loved here are gone. I, you know, maybe 
maybe if as you're listening to this you're going to be thinking what is he what is he doing why is he saying this but i think what i'm saying is why i'm saying it is because i'm in general in my public persona i am this upbeat guy people say oh bartman he's so excited about life and he loves life and i do love life and part of the life that i love is hurting and there was a real temptation for me last night and when i woke up at four in the morning to to get on the computer and start watching nba highlights or porn or to do something something to get on facebook or or send a bunch of texts to all my friends in different places like somehow to distract myself from this pain but in a weird way i want to feel this pain like i want to be here and hurt because that tells me that I was alive here. And that gives me the promise that I might be alive somewhere else and that there are other experiences. This is a different experience, but it's part of being human. And so, you know, I don't know if I'm talking to anybody else. I'm just talking to myself, but I, I'm, I'm sitting across the street from these Habitat for Humanity houses. And I worked with the Habitat people to to make the plan to build these houses eight or nine years ago. And now they're here and people live in them and I don't even know those people. But like you plant a seed and there's this good thing. And if I died two years ago and never got back and never saw these people living in these houses, it wouldn't matter because like the real fun of it was building them back then, working on that and knowing that something good would happen. And I'm doing stuff now and I'll die and I'll never see it. But because I see this, like I go like, oh wait, you plant a seed and later on something good comes out of it sometimes. And what that means is, is that like, if you plant seeds when you're 89 years old and you know you'll never see anything, like there's a really good chance that there will something happen beautiful out of it. And that can make you happy, not when you see it grow, but when you plant the seed. And so you can be happy on your last day on earth if you tell a five-year-old that you love them. And you can be happy right then because you know that that goodness will flower some other time and you won't be there and it won't it, it won't matter that you don't matter in the universe but the universe kind of matters to you in that moment yeah i know you're probably going like wow please are you going to do some real podcasts again and the answer is yes i've got i've got amazing guests lined up like i have james Doty who wrote into the magic shop and if you look him up you'll see that like he's this stanford neurosurgeon who made a hundred million dollars and then lost it and then started the center for altruism and compassion at stanford and is this kind of like amazing voice of rational goodness and compassion and altruism and he, he's going to be on the show I'm, I'm i'm having ann newman who wrote the book the good death and she's agreed to come on to the podcast and i'm so looking forward to that interview i met her at a lecture she was giving and i asked her a few questions afterwards and she was like we need you wait you're the secular chaplain but but you used to be a christian and and you talk about death and i'm talk about death and so yeah she was like i want to come on your podcast so like we're gonna have her it's like yeah we'll get back to that stuff but for me right now i guess this is my call or my 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 encouragement my plea with you that there's there are places in our lives that we avoid 
thinking about, that we avoid people, we avoid returning to because we know that they will stir up in us a sense of our own mortality or a sense of our own finitude. But more and more, I'm coming to realize that our finitude is what makes us human. That, that the experience of being conscious of being finite, that that's a big part of being a human being. And that if you, if you try to avoid that, I mean, I see all these technology people trying to avoid that right now. They're like, we can download our brains and we'll be, eventually we'll reach this kind of ability to not ever have to die. And we can invent machines that will always be present for us and they'll be better than humans. And we'll be able to, you know, technologically infinitize ourselves and eventually we'll never have to die and consciousness our consciousnesses will go on forever and I'm thinking like I don't know if you can do that after reading David Deutsch's book The Beginning of Infinity I suspect that at some point we will be able to do that and the singularity and all that stuff I don't know if you can do that but I don't want to like when I say I'm a humanist it's not because like I only care about human beings I care about animals and nature and all that stuff too when I say I'm a humanist what it means is I want to be human I am loyal to the human experience part of this human experience is that is limited and that our time is so precious because we don't have an infinite amount of it and much of our sadness is wrapped up in these moments when we become aware of that. But much of our joy is also wrapped up in the knowledge that this time is precious and you gave some to me. I mean, right now, like if you're, if you stuck with me this far in this podcast, I love you. I, I mean, I'm grateful to you because you're, you're sharing with me some of your time and it's a choice and you don't have an endless amount of it. I know I, I, I hear computers being shut down all over the world right now, but like you don't have an infinite amount of it. So it matters to me that you're like, you know what? I'll spend a little bit of that time interacting with Bart and maybe I'll send him an email and tell him what I think because I'm getting lots of emails suggesting podcast topics or asking questions about kind of like living the humanist life or, you know, people that are in Christian ministries who are saying, gosh, I'm not sure what I think, but I can't talk to anybody, but I can talk to you. I can tell you my doubts because like you won't judge me for them. And, and, and so like, there's this community that we're building and there's this connection that I feel. And, and I guess what I'm saying is like, what makes it precious is we, we give each other time, we give each other energy and we don't have an infinite amount. So that's, that's, that's something. So I guess I'm saying like there are probably some places and people in your life that you may avoid because they remind you that you're getting older. Experiences that you might have, pictures you don't want to look at, albums you don't want to pull out because you're like, you know what? I just want to keep moving forward, man. I just want to, like, I'm, you know, you're as young as you feel. And you know what? You are not as young as you feel. I want you to feel great at every age. I want to feel great as an old person. But when I am an old person, I want to feel great as an old person. I don't want to be pretending I'm still 35. Because that would be to miss. That would be to miss being old. And that would be to mi miss part of being human. Part of my human experience. And right now, 
I'm going to, I'm going to shut this thing down because you've heard enough of me and I got to get back to driving around this neighborhood and feeling the pain and letting it do its work on me. I, I honestly, if you're bummed out right now, you have missed my point because I am not bummed out right now. I am in pain and that is a different thing. I am alive and I will feel joy again. And the way I know I will feel joy again is because I'm looking around at a place where I felt it and I'm going to do that same stuff. I'm going to plant those same seeds and they're going to grow again because I'm a human being and so are you and I'm glad we're connected. So thanks for, thanks for doing this. It's funny. Like you go like, some people write to me and say, Hey, thanks for that podcast. No, no, thank you for that podcast. Thanks for being on the other end of this. Cause you gave me somebody to talk to and somebody to process this stuff with. And I'm grateful. Hey, I'll see you next time and I'll be back to normal. And that'll be a good thing too. Rock on. For more information about the work of Bart Campolo, please visit barcampolo.org.